On this week of the Seriousness Podcast, we're talking about the Game Awards, um, throwing a little Tom Cruise freak out in there, you know, just uh, shooting the breeze. My name is Andy. I'm Jay. And, uh, yeah, let's get started. I guess, since I just brought it up right there at the beginning, let's uh, talk about Tom Cruise and uh, snapping out on his um, staff, because... That was kind of fun <laughs> to see. I guess it probably wasn't fun for the people there. But, um, yeah, that happened. He freaked out, I guess, over people not social distancing or doing right stuff with masks or something. And he kind of lost it. But, I don't know. I'm going to take the, uh, the side of Devil's Advocate here. And this movie does, even though it's just... Um, another Mission Possible movie, it kind of does have the rest of Hollywood like resting on it because everyone's just waiting to see if this movie can be made without any hitches or COVID outbreaks, uh, it's slow down time and stop production and everything. So <clears throat> I guess he's right. Like if people screw this up, then that's it. Like we don't know the next time that a movie will be shot. Or the next time a studio will want to put up money because this could cost him another $10 million for shutting down production for a couple of weeks or something. So, I don't know. What do you think? Welcome to the rest of America. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I personally don't give a shit because I'm a mask collector. So, I already, have, like it, yeah. I already have a shit ton of masks that now I get to wear out wherever the fuck I want. Yeah. But I do think... <clears throat> Regardless of right or wrong, there's a way to go about doing something. And maybe after saying that you're creating thousands of jobs, you don't call everyone a motherfucker. <laughs> that is, yeah, kind of, it's, it's kind of where I was going issue. with that. You know, don't be a dick. Yeah, unless you're me, I'm kind of always a dick. But I'm not famous or important, so yeah. I'm so nobody cares away. when you freak out on me. You know behind the scenes guys he's just so terrible i just <laughs> he yells at me all the time for not wearing masks and it's reparations <laughs> but yeah uh, there's not much to say about it like i think everyone is kind of blowing it out of proportion i'm pretty sure because like he also it's not like he's just an actor in this movie i think his production company actually makes the mission impossible movies so it could even be his own money that's going to like help make this I literally didn't know about this until about three minutes before yeah. we started recording. So, yeah. just goes to show how in the loop I am yeah. about anything. But, yeah, that's kind of like I expected that kind of thing out of Tom Cruise, though. Like, like I, I don't, wouldn't know. I don't, I don't think watch he's... Tom Cruise too much. I don't remember a Tom Cruise freakout since the one on what Oprah was it? Yeah, but I mean, like he's kind of a little nutty. He's got that Napoleon complex with being all short and shit. <laughs> and then on top of it, the Scientology stuff. Yeah, he's he's, he's into little... Scientology? Yes. He's big on Scientology. That's the reason why his wife even left him and everything. Really? Yeah. Wow. What's her name? Um that was in the first uh Batman movie? I forget her name. Not the first like ever, but like the Nolan Christopher Nolan, Batman movies. Still doesn't bring any... I'm very far behind on anything Hollywood, Andy. I don't know if you <laughs> fucking noticed. Hollywood doesn't take any of my ideas. I don't fucking pay attention to yeah. this shit. 
What kind of movies have you pitched to Hollywood? Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'm just curious now see. that they won't take any of your ideas. I want to know. I've pitched ways to make a better sequel trilogy to Star oh, Wars. Oh, yeah. Yep. We've both done that, yeah. Uh, I've pitched ideas to maybe not do the the last Ghostbusters movie that they made. Oh, yeah. It wasn't all that good. Pitched ideas for a better take on Iron Man 3. You know, I I, I still stand by the movie. I don't yeah. hate it like everybody but, else does. But I can admit, it can be better. But I will say, all of those are made in hindsight. What have you pitched to them as just like an original idea? Ah, wow. <laughs> How long do you want this podcast to run for? <laughs> I have a shit ton of stories. I'm actually, I do want to actually go back to college so I can learn how to properly write. Yeah, writing scripts is actually really cool too. Just like completely different type of writing and everything since you have to like segment it up and explaining scenes and then explaining like or <clears throat> addressing each person's like dialogue and stuff. It's really cool. Yeah, and I kind of want to go to school to write to learn how to do this shit so I can actually start making my own content. Yeah. And then if that doesn't work, well, then I can at least fall back on YouTube as a full-time movie <laughs> yeah. reviewer, critiquer, contenter. Yeah. Contenter? Look, I just need to learn how to write scripts. I don't need to learn how to fucking do English Talk. properly. Okay? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Actually, that's better. If you can learn how to, like... Not English am right? Yeah, if you can... Because a lot of problems, I think, is when you can tell when a movie is written by maybe like a person that writes a book and the book is just kind of like here's directly what happens instead of like here's how normal people speak and that's actually sometimes you could also go down to like good actors because a good actor is just like i'm gonna figure out how this person would actually talk so then i can make it work fair enough i do i do notice a lot of times Either dialogue sucks. We go over this a lot with the yeah. fucking sequel trilogy. Uh, or the dialogue's decent at best, and then the acting kind of sucks. Yeah. But I still don't like to try and blame the actor. I'll try and maybe say, oh, they were probably directed, directed incorrectly. Because yeah. I, I don't think you can make it into the big leagues being a shitty actor. Yeah. At least it should be fucking harder than what it might be. Though, man, maybe that would be a good segue because I forgot to bring this up that I want to talk about it. Is Tenet? Just watched it. Christopher Nolan movie, brand new, uh, time travel-y kind of thing. Yes, yeah, the reverse stuff. It's really cool. It's a really good movie. Um, the lead actor, I didn't learn his name, but he is good sometimes, but at other times he just delivers lines so like deadpan and just kind of like like and the thing is is like this movie actually made me like robert patterson like i was like oh damn he probably yeah like him as like a side character is actually pretty freaking sick and uh so i actually got kind of excited i'm like if this is what i can expect from his batman then i'm like hella excited for to see what he can do because i like seeing him just more as like a hero kind of character, but he got to be kind of like sly and stuff in it too. Like it was pretty cool, like to see him that way. Because all I had as reference is like the garbage Twilight movies, and I didn't really see him in anything else. So he's actually really good in that movie, and I think 
like he more brings up even the other guy, which I think is probably the job of a good supporting actor. But it's like I don't know that like maybe it's because that guy is just like so new. Like I've never really seen him in anything. Is that like some stuff isn't delivered a hundred percent, which is kind of like sucky. But like I still love that movie. So like it's probably like at least like a eight nine out of ten for me and. Like, I just love how Chris Nolan directs stuff. Like, this is definitely, like, I swear Chris Nolan just wants new ways to make shit, like, crazy. Like, just the reverse stuff, especially when, like, the end battle kind of thing has, like, people in normal time and people in reverse time, like, all battling at the same, like, place. So it's, like, a they call it, like, a time, like, pincer move. So that they're, like, people using the inverse stuff and, like just regular people fighting so it's kind of like really cool like everything happening in time like all crazy but yeah it's definitely like it's a masterpiece in just like filming i have not watched tenant yeah but i have watched filmento's video on tenant oh yeah yeah uh don't think that can lend me having any actual thoughts of my own because i haven't really watched it didn't even know robert patterson was in it yeah uh you said a lot. I I know that I shouldn't judge him from his roles in Twilight. Yeah. Because, you know, once the world kind of got over its let's make fun of Twilight phase, I've, you know, I've heard from a couple people that he's actually a good actor. Yeah. I've never seen him in an, any other movie that I can recall. But, you know, I took their word for it because, well... I kind of just think the whole of Twilight was pretty shit. I don't think it was on his shoulders no. to really carry that. Same with uh, Brie Larson. I've heard she's a good actress. I've only seen her in Captain Marvel. So. Yeah. I've seen her in other stuff, and I don't really think she's a great actress in anything else. But I can't judge. I yeah. just I haven't seen her anything outside of Captain Marvel, and that was a pretty... I want to say shit movie. Yeah. It's kind of a shit movie. I'll say lackluster. I'll be nice. Yeah. Um... No, you know, it's kind of a shit movie. I don't really <laughs> like it. I'm sorry. I don't like the movie a yeah, lot at all. Like, well, it's not utter garbage. Like, It's not garbage, but it's, it's boring. Yeah, and that's the cardinal that's sin of a the movie. Biggest thing, yeah. It's just kind of like paint-by-numbers action movie. Like, there's nothing special that ever happens in it. There's no heart. There's no emotion. There's nah. no... The twist is really kind of dumb, and it's foreshadowed in probably one of yeah. the lamest ways well the thing is too is like i was waiting because like people were saying that like she has no emotion through the whole thing and then when i finally watched it because i didn't watch it until it came out like on blu-ray or whatever i didn't watch it in theaters i waited and so i finally watched it and i'm like oh well there's a part in the movie when you're getting around to like her re-meeting like her friend and stuff like that and i'm like here's a perfect time that, like, hopefully she turns around and now she's more, like, personable and stuff. Like, yeah, it made sense for her to be kind of, like, robotic for a really long time. But now that she's, like, meeting an old friend, maybe she's, like, oh, I remember who I am. Time to be, like, bump up the acting. We're going to just, like, I'm a chummy old pal. And it doesn't happen. <laughs> no, it's just, instead... like, oh, I thought she was going to gain her humanity back. And then... No, instead the chick just talks about how she's wonderful, amazing, kind, compassionate, yeah. funny, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And, and then you never just... see it. Yeah. It's kind of a disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but I just think that 
Captain Marvel as a movie is a flawed thing all all on its own. We could go down a whole yeah. fucking sequel trilogy yeah. level breakdown Our of next that movie. breakdown. Please don't. Must be something that actually makes us happy. <laughs> so I don't know what that is. I was going to just keep doing breakdowns w- on shit that no, doesn't make like, us happy. I just like I don't want to be one of those channels that's just like this has to stop and like here's how to make Captain better Marvel, stuff. Yeah. Civil War. <laughs> <laughs> Captain like, America, Civil War. Yeah. I said Marvel. But God, I mean, I, like, hate I want to actually also be like, here's what makes a good movie. Like I want to like. And I think that's actually what I want Mandalorian to be. I only got to do one with my brother, which I wanted him to do like every single one with me, but I just time didn't allow it. But now that it's over, you can watch it. And, you can and, sit down and talk. Okay. Yeah. And believe me, this <laughs> this whole season is like a ten out of ten. Like it's better than the last season to me. I was like blown away. Like the last episode is. Oh my gosh! Like I'm so happy. Like. Like, I just love people, too, that are, like, memeing because J.J. Abrams is like, it's impossible to make old fans happy and bring in new people. And then it's like, uh, well, apparently, um, yeah, now I can't remember his name, but the director of those uh, movies is just like, yeah, um, I did it. Like, because <laughs> he, like, uh, John Favreau. Yeah, there we go. John Favreau. And it's just like... The dude, like, uh, John Favreau just somehow gets it. Like, he's just a good movie director. Like, I can agree. For one, I didn't until recently because I'm like, oh, John Favreau usually, like, interjects himself into his own movies, like, puts himself in them. And then we were watching uh, Elf recently uh, with the family. <laughs> I love that. And he's in it. He's um, the doctor when he's doing, like, the DNA test. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, well, that- I wonder if John Favreau directed this movie. So then I grabbed the DVD box and I'm like, directed by John Favreau. I was like, holy shit. And then you're like, well, he started off basically the MCU. He made like the Iron Man movies. And then he makes like the only thing that's good from Disney with Star Wars. And you're like, oh, time to move on to DC. Shit. Like, like what? Like John Favreau is killing it. Like if that guy doesn't get like, uh, like some recognition for just what he's doing, it's, it's, a huge insult. Bless you. Thank you. Tom Cruise would be pissed right now. It was in my mask. <laughs> and in a jacket. Yeah. Normally I lift my mask up to sneeze, but yeah. <laughs> right, uh, I do want John Favreau to move on to DC now because I, I, as much as I like shitting on their mm-hmm. already pretty shitty movie catalog, uh, I do want them to do good. Oh, I like yeah. comics in general. Well, the thing is, like, I'm probably a bigger DC fan than I was a Marvel fan for, like, a really long time. Hashtag Marvel. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, because... Especially, like, Marvel just made so many dumb missteps of, like, changing their characters so wildly and everything. Like, you could always usually expect Superman to be Superman and Batman to be Batman. And, like, Wonder Woman and Flash. Everyone was just those characters. Like, yeah, they might have updated them in time. But, like, literally even all the Flashes, most people are confused that there even are multiple Flashes because <laughs> they're almost all the same. Yeah. And you're like, like, that kind of, like, it's okay. Like, I'm... I love those characters and stuff, but it just sucks that, like, uh, I don't know. They just can't get these right. Like, they also, I feel like, 
it sucks that we're always already this far in. Like, I wish we didn't keep going with like Wonder Woman and stuff. Like, I like Gal Gadot, and I like, I actually like Ben Affleck, and like, oh uh, yeah, I thought he was a and really I good love Batman. Henry Cavill. But the thing is, is Zack Snyder was the problem. Like, Zack Snyder just one of these like insanely dark, moody, stupid things, and I'm like, that's actually why I don't like marvel is like the usually the marvel comics are very like moody and shit and then dc comics are like yippee we're superheroes like they don't worry about their lives and like their impact they're just like let's just go save the world and you're like yeah that's great like <laughs> i feel like that's what more like if you're a normal person and became a superhero i don't think you'd be whining like peter parker and being like oh life is so difficult i'd just be like i'm fucking spider-man everybody like pay me to be a superhero <laughs> and i'll just kick some ass like i just wouldn't be a superhero I'd be my... <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility well i'm responsible for my own happiness yeah. and uh i'm choosing i wouldn't even come out as spider-man i'd just be like ah oh, i have enhanced speed and strength Time to become the greatest Olympian the world has ever oh, fucking just, like, seen. Oh, just like the money like crazy. Kurt Angle, step the fuck aside. <laughs> but still be like super small, but still like just whipping dudes around and everything. Oh, like just yeah. destroying people. Oh, I'd be a fucking billionaire. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just don't understand why they have to make like the whole like tragic hero kind of thing. And I know that's like that's an actual way of writing stuff it's like yeah. been the whole way since like greek stuff that you write tragic heroes but like i don't know i just like superheroes being superheroes just let them be superheroes and i feel like actually marvel movies do that better like they oh, yeah. almost always are just like hey this we're gonna have comedy and we're gonna have people just like blowing shit up and it's gonna be a grand old time and yeah that's great see I really thought they dropped the ball. I like I like Henry Cavill, and I thought mm -hmm. he made a great Superman. That man has a fucking jaw of steel. Yeah. He is perfect for Superman. And then they just dropped the fucking yeah. ball. It was well, a the thing is, too, is when you find out, like, when you watch stuff from, like, Henry Cavill's, like, Instagram and shit and, like, his normal life. He's I like, haven't watched any of that. Dude, he's, like, the nicest fucking dude in the world. I know he's he, a massive nerd. Yeah, and, like, but I mean, like... So he would have fit, like, even Clark Kent, like, perfectly, but he was Clark Kent for the most of, like, a minute in all of his movies. Like, he didn't, he never got to be Clark Kent, like, this goofy, nerdy guy, because that's what Henry Cavill is. He's a super jacked, normal dude. Like, he could just play WoW with you right now. Like, that's who he is. Like, and then instead, you're just like, no, he, like, hates everybody, and he's got this, like, Clark crazy god. <laughs> He's got this crazy god complex, and he's just like, what am I going to do with my life? And you're like, why? Why'd you do this? Fucking, ah, uh, it made me really sad to see Superman brought down in such a dull, lifeless role. A lot of people have a problem with him being like a cunt in the first half of Man of Steel. Uh, was the, he jacks the dude's car up or whatever. I was yeah. like, I'd be willing to let it slide if the rest of the movie was him growing into your stereotypical man of steel. Yeah. Or if they just gave him a, a trilogy and the second movie, he, instead of fighting Batman off the bat, he matures a bit more. And by the end of it, he starts behaving more like the iconic Superman. Yeah. And the third movie could just be a tried and true fucking Superman outing. And then you could have, you know, Batman V Superman, yada, 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 all yeah. that jazz fall in somewhere down the line. Because then you could even show 
him more as like someone that has heart and everything and like yeah. means something like to me even this superman didn't even get to like enjoy life like no usually the thing is from like the comics is that like <clears throat> in like for superman his mask truly is like superman like clark kent is who he wants to be but for batman bruce it's wayne is his mask yeah like he wants to just be Batman all the time, but like he can't be. So he has to still run his life as like Bruce Wayne. So it's like, Bat. <laughs> kill yourself. Bruce Wayne, dead. dead. Yeah. Batman 24 seven, yeah. just glue like, yourself inside the fucking cape and cow. Yeah. But it's just like, they just didn't get it at all. And I feel like they even did just go the opposite way of him kind of with Batman. Like, oh. like oh, they just cool. didn't get him at all. Like, I just I really like all the defense for Zack Snyder's Batman. And I say Zack Snyder's because though Ben Affleck was in the role, yeah. Ben Affleck wasn't the problem. No. Zack Snyder is the man who fucking mounted miniguns on yeah. the front of the Batmobile and had them gun people down mm-hmm. and said, That's the Batman you know. Yeah. That's um, a fucking sociopathic then, murderer. Well, yeah, and he like Zack Snyder tried to make like Oh well, they would have to do do this if they actually existed. And like, no, man, that's the point. Like, they're supposed to be better than like the villains that they they fight. Like, that's what makes them different. Is they don't kill, they don't do these things. Like, that's a major part of the story. And it's then you're just part. like, hey, and let's toss that away. And you know what? And even detracts from the movie it's in. Could you imagine introducing Batman? He's like, I don't kill people. Mm-hmm. It's my one rule. Yeah. And then... And he just goes and murders a shit ton of people. <laughs> and then he goes to Superman, and he thinks it's such an important thing that he's willing to set aside his one no murder yeah. rule to kill him. Yeah. You could still argue, well, Batman would never kill Superman, but just in that moment... Yeah. It would mean something. Yeah. Because then he's like, I feel like I have no choice. Yeah. And, like, this guy's too powerful. I have to, like, do it. Like... The Joker, I can fight forever, but I can't fight this guy that could literally, like, destroy Please. the whole world if you wanted to. Yeah. And uh. that that would have just been so much more powerful. And then yeah. the whole Martha scene, which I actually like it. I do admit in execution, it's a bit goofy. 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 But, uh, concept, I like it. <laughs> concept, I like it. Yeah. But, uh, it yeah. would have made that even more powerful. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, since we're already critiquing things, let's jump into the Game Awards. That's what I do best. Yeah. Um, so, the Game Awards were, a, like, two weeks ago now? Who I don't know. Knows. It's like the beginning of the month. Um, <laughs> we're so, here to yap on about things, not be accurate. Yeah. So, we'll hit on, like, a few of them and give kind of our thoughts on it. So, uh, one of them that maybe you won't even really care about is most anticipated game Sephiroth and fucking smash let's go <laughs> that's not anticipated it like came out already but they did Elden Ring which people were actually like it's from the creators of like Dark Souls and everything like that and it's become like a meme now that people think it's not real like <laughs> it's not even gonna be a game because huh. we have heard nothing forever so I think that's like was perfect for that like I was like whoever voted on that was like yeah you did it <laughs> like good job that's the whole reason it's not coming out it's just so they could win that award yeah. 
So one of the things already that doesn't really make sense to me is so usually the Game Awards has to be stuff that like came out this year for it to make sense. Okay. And the one winner, which it makes sense kind of to me because it gained popularity this year, but for a multiplayer game, it was Among Us. Which, yes, it gained popularity this year, but it came out like two years ago and nobody played it. And that's just like, huh. finally someone was just like, hey, this game's actually pretty fun and you could make it like really popular with like uh, streamers and influencers and stuff. So it just blew up out of nowhere, which like, yeah, good for them. Good for that team. But it's just like, you're kind of already going against your whole point of this is the Game Awards for 2020. Like, the game was it a 2020 game. Fair enough. Um, I, st- I actually haven't played Among Us at all yet. Neither have I. I Like, you need a bunch of people, and I don't really have that many people that just want to jump online. I just don't have many people in my life in general. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, family game of the year, which definitely awarded to it. It's not God of War. <laughs> not my cup of tea, but it was Animal Crossing. Um, I could see that. It makes tons of sense. Like I'm it surprised that wasn't game of the year. Yeah, like it blew up like crazy. Like people love that game, and it like came out the perfect time. Like right at the peak of like COVID, almost everyone like didn't have jobs, and just like I'm gonna get a switch, and I'm gonna just <laughs> live a new life in this <laughs> island. Just <laughs> help animals cross the road. Yeah, um, a game I wish won game of the year. Uh, I've talked about it on this podcast before, but at least one independent game, and that is. Super Giants Hades. Um, absolutely love that game. Uh, it's incredible. Like, all the voice acting and those characters, the combat. Like, it's just like, I could dive so much time into that game. And it's just like, every single part of it just seems like so polished, so perfect. I also want to bring up, uh, once we talk about the game of the year, because Super Giant had something to say about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, um, okay. Because, yeah, they, they threw a little little shade. Oh, I love game. beef. Give me the yep. tea, sis. Um, actually, Unless it's green tea. I'm not a fan of green huh? tea. I don't like green tea. Green tea? No. I love green tea. Um, I'll drink it if need be, but it's just... Uh, um, action adventure game went to The Last of Us Part 2. Um, sports slash racing game. Tony Hawk Pro Skater oh, 1 plus 2. I was going to say Last of Us Part 2 again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, see if there's anything else down below here before I move up to the big ones. Yeah, I don't really care about esports hosts or anything. Ninja. Sorry, guys. Um, it's literally the only esports person um, I think I know. Action game, also Hades. So happy about that. Good job, Hades. Um, soundtrack slash score went to Final Fantasy VII Remake. Amazing game. Never played it. Never heard it. Don't know. Um, best role playing game. Final Fantasy VII Remake. Also, I don't think there were really that many RPGs that came out this year. Minecraft. So, yes, came out this year. <laughs> never before seen. Um, okay. Well, let's go into the disappointment. Okay. <laughs> um, That's what I live for. Well. We'll also go with um, 
art direction, which was Roblox. Ghost, uh, <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima. Beautiful game. Um, I feel like even other games could have been more awarded to that. Like, I think it's cool that they went with the whole, like, no HUD kind of thing and everything. I don't know if you know about that, but, like... I don't. They don't give you HUD. They don't give you waypoints or anything. Like, you literally, like, swipe up on the touchpad, and then, like, the wind will just direct you to where you want to go. Oh, that's fucking and cool. So, I don't know how the wind knows where the fuck yeah. I want to go, because half the time I don't, but that's <laughs> yeah, neat. <laughs> but, like, you can put, like, go open up your map, put a waypoint down, but it won't just, like, show on the horizon, so it doesn't, like muddle to make it look like it's like a futuristic okay. thing so okay. when you're there once you've already put that down while you're like riding your horse and stuff like that you just swipe that and the wind will blow that way and you just kind of follow along with the wind that's fucking cool and then even like for special like hidden stuff there's like birds that'll like fly by you so even though like the wind might be directing you over there you follow like, this little like a finch sparrow. Oh. and like you run off the road and it'll lead you to like a secret um there's also like little foxes that'll lead you to the fox dens and stuff oh, that's cool that's yeah. kind of neat so i think it's cool that it like i think that might be like it's not just like the beautiful like samurai world and everything it's more like i guess it took our direction to no, find it's that. literally just the samurai world yeah. we're a bunch of fucking neat weebs we just like yeah. swords and samurais <laughs> so game of the year pretty sure you know who this was roblox Yes. Roblox. Wait, I already made Roblox as a joke. Fuck. Yep. Um, it's another video game that exists. <laughs> the Last of Us Part Pokemon two. Red and Gold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 was built in Roblox, so there we go. That's a fun fact I didn't know before. So, I don't know. Like, I was at least kind of excited when laura bailey won best performance for abby in it like she was like devastated because people were just like tearing her apart like and attacking her online so like that for her performance which, which i think she did a good job oh, she yeah. just played a horrible character like it's not even down to like i hate her because she killed joel and stuff it's like no it's a very flawed kind of dumb character but oh, of course. She's just a very good voice actress. Like, she still carried things through. That's why also, since you also agree with me that the story is very flawed and dumb, um, best narrative went to Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, that, like, the characters, like, everything just make dumb, stupid decisions and just, like... Nothing makes sense in that game. It's just very backwards so it's in like, general. How did this happen? Like, I don't understand. And then some people are just like, "Well, this is a COVID year. There weren't that really that many games that came out that were good." And you're like, "Have you seen like the list of games that came out this year? It was actually kind of fucking amazing. We got like Doom Eternal. We got Final Fantasy VII Remake. We got Resident Evil Three. We got." Uh, Sephiroth Hades. and Smash. <laughs> got Hades. We got Sephiroth and Smash. Yeah. I don't have much uh, news for games. Uh, but like, like there's so many good things that happen. Like Demon Souls remake. Like there's things that just like um, hell. I wouldn't probably even be happier if Animal Crossing did win. Like just because it's like pure perfect gameplay. It's that, wholesome and that, fun. Yeah, and that people like you can't deny like its impact on like 
people out there. Like this consumed like people's lives for like months because they had nothing oh, yeah. else I had to do. To fucking scroll through dumb posts on <laughs> Facebook talking about oh Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing. Look, have fun with it, but goddamn, I don't care. I'm here for stupid memes uh, like, and artsy pictures and cute animals. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, it's I just like, like I don't want to keep hammering the. Last of Us isn't actually that great of a game. It's and not. And it's... Uh, I feel like we can make a whole episode yeah, dedicated to it. Like, its relationships and stuff are bad. Like, the... Um, just... But, I, like, I'm not... I don't want to hate the people. I don't, like... Even Neil Druckmann, I think he's not a good writer and director. Like, that was the shade that was thrown at um, Last Naughty of Dog? Us oh. was... Is that Last of Us. That's not. Is that Naughty Dog? Yeah. Okay. Right. But the super giant throwing shade at Naughty Dog and Neil Druckmann was that game also won for best direction. But everyone knows because of them talking about it is that those people had a crunch like crazy. They had like kind of terrible work environments for a while, and they were working like tons of overtime and everything just to try to get that game out. And then Super Giant's like, hey, guess what? Hades, we didn't have to do any kind of crunch. And the game turned out perfect. Like, no hitches, no issues. Everybody loves it. But, you know, we didn't win Best Direction because, you know, like, actually making a game and it not having any issues is not good direction. Well, I mean, it's 2020, bro. Where have you been? (laughs) If your game uh, doesn't release with at least five major bugs... Can you really call it a fucking game, especially if it's supposed to be like triple A, sixty bucks? Shit, mm, no. Yeah. Well, and like people online then, because of like um, Super John kind of throwing shade at that, they're like, "You don't know what game direction is if you think that's on him. Like, that is on him. You're thinking direction by like what a director does, and like a director for like a movie. Yes, they're just on like, let's keep everyone on their job. Let's." tell you like what scenes we're going to do and like keep everything moving but no game direction is like here's how we plan out how everything happens where everyone does their jobs and like that is a part of that it's not just a guy that's like here's where the story goes like no he's paid to make sure everyone is doing their right job and stuff and make sure that this comes out the way it should like so no super giant was right why did you give this to a team that clearly didn't do a good job of actually like directing this along like (laughs) because anything with votes is rigged nowadays and uh i feel like bugs bugs is a fun way to jump into the next topic yeah don't play cyberpunk (laughs) (laughs) oh god i I can't talk about this because i haven't bought cyberpunk at all well I bought it on my PS5, which technically you have to buy the PS4 copy and then play it on your PS5. Um, I know there's plenty of people out there that's like, hey, I haven't really had any issues. I don't know what everyone's problem is, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I want to like this game. Like, I like these kind of games. I like CD Projekt Red. Oh, Proyek, whatever. Uh, but I only got to play like five hours, and it. I counted them, sent every single one of them into... PlayStation, it crashed 17 times on me. And that was way more deserving of my patience than I should have probably even given it. Like, I just kept thinking, no, it'll get better. Like, it, it just won't keep crashing. But, like, literally, I'll just be like, 
try to start back up, jump on my bike, drive down the road, crash. And I'm just like, how is this happening? Like, it makes no sense. Like, I had to replay a mission just because the game crashed. Like, that's terrible. Like, how how did you feel like this is okay? And then, like, I think everyone's point is, like, fully right on that they're just like, even CD Projekt Red's apology was basically like, well, we knew it was broken, but, like, the other versions were good, and I guess we didn't show you that, like, we just kept showing you the PC version. We didn't show you current gen. So, yeah, we kind of screwed up. And you're like, so really, you just wanted all of our money. Then you just wait to see if we would, like, get mad. If anything, I was I like to look at it as a more fun, mischievous way of, oh, you guys are sending us death threats for fucking posting, postponing the game again? Yeah. All right, here, have it, you shitbags. Well, have like, the flaws. Uh, I am returning it on PlayStation. I bought it on PC. I'm also having problems on PC, even though my PC is actually pretty good. Um, so I actually kept saying the whole entire time that it's like, if I have to wait another year, just tell me I have to wait another year. I'm cool with that. I'll wait to play this game. I already, like, from the original teaser where they just had, like, the lady with, like, the Manus blades, like, way back in time. I've already waited, like, seven years. I can wait another year if you just need to polish this game and make it better. Just tell me that. Like, don't, like, if you just wanted to release it on PC and just be like, it runs pretty fine, but everyone else has to wait. That would at least be, like, make sense. Like, don't just release a completely broken game. Like... You clearly knew Why? that there Everybody was issues. Else does it. Yeah. Have you seen well, Battlefield? I well, love playing Battlefield, and that shit's always been shitty well, at release. And I saw The Witcher 3, which is their last game, and it is was fucking horribly buggy. <laughs> like, horribly. So, yeah. I don't have too much of a problem with it, because I don't own the game, and I wasn't planning on owning the game for a while. Yeah. Primarily because I don't trust anybody who releases these massive games yeah. off the bat because they all seem to drop with several major bugs and I don't really have the patience for it. So I tend to wait a couple of months before I get anything. Yeah. Hasn't well, let me down yet. I like to be on the peak of the whatever they call that. What do they call like people would want to be like in the know or in the know. No, Topical. there's another word to that. I I don't remember. But let's talk about something we both love. You want to give me a hint here? Plus Ultra! I hate math. <laughs> so um, I finally caught up on My Hero Academia. Ah. Uh, except for I apparently uh, issue launched today. Yeah, cha- new chapter's out an right episode. now. episode. <laughs> I say episode three times in lieu of chapter, and I'm going to make a big fucking deal about it. But, um, please, uh, I will definitely, spoiler alert something, if you just watch the anime, do not keep listening, because there's going to be tons of spoilers. Um, so, where I last left off, and I don't know how far you want to go back, because we could go the whole way back to, like, Let's probably... Where normal people are, <laughs> like the anime, I think they haven't even made it to like the villain arc. No, I don't think they have. So yeah, let's start from the villain arc. Okay, How about that? okay, let's go. So 
Um, the book takes a major turn, and we're with the villains for a large part of this. Um, basically, uh, Shigaraki is sent to uncover a great weapon, basically, from uh, One for All to um, like truly cement himself, I guess, as like the next leader. So that person is Gigantomania. Machia. Machia. Ma- some shit. <laughs> Gigantomachia, which is just this fucking behemoth. Yeah, like he's bigger than like a skyscraper. He's and... bigger than Mount Lady. But you have to like earn his respect to like um ride him. Yeah. To use him <laughs> as like a weapon. Um oh. so basically Shigaraki and the League of Villains have to try to turn uh, this guy over and try to, like, win him so that they can use him as a weapon. With the power of friendship. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what they're doing. (laughs) They're not just, like, every single day trying to, like, kill him. um, No, they're just bacon cakes and stuff. Getting their asses kicked. Generic anime stuff. Yeah. Um, So I can't remember how this ends up. So does the uh, like that terrorist group? Do they call out the League of Villains? Is that why they go there? Because like they haven't won over Machia yet, right? Yeah, they have not. Yeah. So there's basically this um, old terrorist group that also um, like was a part of basically like freeing. Um, people with powers back in the day like they were trying to like push beyond like hey we're just kind of like freaks and stuff like that so they actually did like have a purpose at one point but now they're just kind of like we just don't like how heroes are in society so we're going to like strike back into like the world but within this they call out the league of villains i don't remember for really what reason. I keep wanting to call them the League of Legends. <laughs> yes. Just gonna point. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Yeah. Send out mobs and stuff, which basically the terrorist people do. Um, so, the League of Villains do go out and go after this whole like basically city, which is just run by this terrorist group, and also during all this. Uh, which you did see, I believe, in the anime was the Hawks and um, Endeavor fight. Ah, uh, yes, with um, the like super engineered Nomo. Yeah, well, Hawks is kind of undercover um, with like the terrorist organization, so that he can like he's working the terrorist organization and the League of Villains like back and forth. Like he works with Dobby, and then also with like one of the head people from, like, the terrorist kind of place. So he's kind of, like, playing both sides just so he can get all the information that he can. Um, But now uh, Shigaraki and everyone go in to try to fight these, uh, like, whole entire city worth of super-powered people. And kind of being, like, one of the best parts of my hero oh. academia so far um because a lot of them start to unlock their powers Wasn't it restoration liberation yeah fight? yep 
can't I can't fully remember, but yeah, I think they might things. even just like shorten it to like Liberation Front or something like that yeah. for a while. But uh, they like a lot of the League of Villains actually awaken their powers and or just use them properly. Yeah, for like, uh, the first time, um, like uh, Himigo Toga. Yes, uh, she learns that she can recall the last persons that she took their uh, ability or took like who they were that she can now actually use their ability and still use ones from a long time ago, as long as she still has like a part of their blood inside of her. And, and I think can, like, it might it. actually connect to like her love for them as well. Yeah. Like there's like a whole yeah. speech about how she loves and admires. Yeah. Cause she pulls up like, um, Ochako. yeah. Uh, so cause she, for some reason loves that group of kids. <laughs> I mean, she's a kid, so at yeah. least it's okay. It's not illegal in any yeah. way, shape, or form. Um, and then, but she does use Ochako's fucking gravity yeah, powers murder to murder people. <laughs> so I do like yeah. that. She just like puts them over like a giant, uh, like uh, skyscraper, and just drops them <laughs> to their death. Yeah. So yeah, to- uh, Toga is still Toga. But um, one of the coolest things is. This happens after Toga gets her ass phenomenally handed to her. Mm-hmm. She's very much so on the brink of death. And she falls down by Twice, who now has to save her. Yeah. And Twice has probably the best. Oh, um, I love like, it. He really, his power is insane. Um, so his power is not just that he can like split or like he, that's a part of his power is that he can copy things. So once he fully like gets over the fact that he's like, if he keeps splitting himself, he doesn't know who the real him is that like he fixes kind of like that part of his brain. So now he just becomes like this never ending wave of enemies. Twices. So it's like way better than even like a Naruto like uh, shadow clone jutsu. These are like real people, and then on top of that, he can copy other um, League people. of Villains people, yeah. and they can still use their powers. So he's just like unstoppable, <laughs> and he becomes like the main target then of the like the heroes because they're like shit. If we can't stop this guy, they can just continually make. Like, more of himself, more of their enemies, then they're screwed. Oh, uh, that was honestly my favorite part of the book. And it it cemented twice as probably my third favorite character. Yeah. Um, but we'll sadly get to another part with twice. Um, <laughs> Woo! And, and <laughs> sadly, but, you know, I'm still more of a hero person. He's definitely on the villain side. Uh, but <laughs> then we get to, like, the main battle with... Like, the head of the Liberation Front, this guy with, like, a super long nose. Um, I forget his name, honestly. And his power is, like, rage or something? Stress, I believe. Stress. So, the more stress he goes through, it's kind of like a... Almost like a Hulk. Yeah, and the more stress he has, then he just becomes, like, a bigger and bigger, crazier monster. Well, now Shigaraki has unlocked another part of his power, and he can just, by, like, touching one thing, like, level and whole entire area <laughs> so anything Wait, that it touches so i do want to ask was this him just using his power to the fullest or is this actually the awakening of like uh in the same sense that himiko awakened her quirk yeah i think so yeah is this just his awakened potential yeah. or is this just 
him actually grasping the full extent. No, I think of this was power. him actually like awakening a part right. of himself. Because there are parts where, in the build-up, when he's like carving through the crowd, there's mm-hmm. like a whole horde of just. I guess since you've been calling him terrorists, yeah, that he touches one, he swipes, and all of them just disintegrate. Yeah. And there's also some other, like, sick fights. Like, there's a guy that's part of the Liberation Front that's, like, really awesome. Like, Ice Powers. So, Dobby gets to go against him. I thought that was a chick. Is it? I don't know. I can't tell, I guess. Like, I think they have, like, a full suit on, so I don't really get too much from him. It was still a fun fight. Yeah. Um, And there is, like, there's cool enemies, like, on either side. I guess they're both evil. but Meh. League of, uh, League of Villain Man. But here. basically, um, Shigaraki does defeat them. And then, on top of that... Redestro. Yes, that is the stress guy, is Redestro. Because um, I think Destro was like the original creator of the Liberation Front, so he's Redestro. Because <laughs> that makes... That's how naming conventions work. Um, it's not? Yeah. <laughs> It does in my hair, Academia, I guess. <laughs> I guess um, uh, <laughs> we'll see Real Might. <laughs> if that's not Midoriya's hero name, yeah. I'm going to cry. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that kind of cements that. But basically, Shigaraki takes all of them in and makes them a part of his even larger, like, League of Villains. and Which they do get a new name. Yeah, I don't remember what it is. Neither do I. But, so, before it turns back over, I believe, to the heroes, um, Shigaraki goes to, like, well, I also, when do they get Gigantomachia? Uh, it's actually at the end of the fight with Redestro. Uh, Gigantomachia wakes up, and he goes to, go to the League of Villains, uh, I believe he was still under the impulse of fighting them because they haven't tamed them. Yeah. But he witnesses Shigaraki's awakening. (laughs) Yeah. And after realizing the awakening, I think that's when he swears his uh, loyalty loyalty to him. him. So now that he is like the full leader of like the League of Villains um, and accepted as so, that means that the guy that also creates the Nomu also accepts him as being like the supreme leader of like the league of villains like basically the new all for one so shigaraki is put away for an experiment so that he can unlock his full potential you're not really told yet what's going to happen you just know that he's going to get a shit ton more powerful (laughs) and he's in like a back to tank kind of thing um but then uh we cut back to the heroes lame (laughs) So I, I can't remember. Is the training thing with the um, like class A and B? Is that before or after the villains thing? Because that actually is really cool. I think that's actually where the anime is about to pick up. Oh really? So it's before the villains arc. But that was actually pretty awesome. You get to see a lot of people's like new powers and people that are actually going to make a big deal within like the next fight that's coming later. Um, I mean, it's I. <laughs> But it's pretty sick, and basically also, 
kind of cementing how people have changed. So even like Bakugo is actually like acting like a real leader now. Uh, and did he get character development? Yeah, I know. And he's just kind of badass, and oh, he like ends up saving everybody and like on his team and keeping them all alive, which is like a big deal. And I do also, think uh, his run is actually the first one that Class A gets yeah. a victory on. Yep, and it's a clean sweep victory. And then I forgot also on top of that, um, but big part of that is, hey, um, Midoriya has new powers. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. That's kind of important. Yeah. Um, Azuka Midoriya learns he's actually like one of the first out of all of the, um, I guess... What do they call them? Successors? For, yeah, I guess successors or whatever. For one for all. They, he actually taps into the rest of their powers. So he gets his first one, which is... The whip, uh, Yes, right? Black, Black whip. whip. And it's actually kind of cool. At first, it, like, freaks out and starts just, like, attacking everybody. But um, the ability, he ends up eventually gaining control of it, um, which will become a big part of... That battle him becoming Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Superman with Superman strength and <laughs> everything. So he's getting pretty ridiculous, but he'll need to be. Oh, uh, he still isn't ridiculous enough yeah. yet. Um, but I believe what we cut to actually after the villain's arc is Bakugo, um, Midoriya, and Shoto, Shoto training with um, Chodo's dad. That's like your favorite. I know. Character. I don't know why his name just blanked on me. Um, what is his name? How did this happen? It's Embor. No. <laughs> oh God. Um, it's Incineroar. Dang. What is his name? Endeavor. Endeavor. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> but so. Uh, I mean, to be and, fair, Endeavor is a move in Pokemon, yeah. so listing Pokemon uh, name isn't too far-fetched. Endeavor basically is trying to get all these kids ready for what's coming, because he's been kind of being filled in on, like, the insanity that they're going to have to face here soon. And so trying to get them all ready, which eventually, like, his main thing is trying to make them all even, like, as fast as him, which he can go, like... <laughs> insane speeds just like breaking the sound barrier and whatever stuff. So this is kids, anime we've so seen kids, better like trying to get to his speed is insane um but then we go into the full discussion of hey we need to act now we need to take down the league of villains so everyone comes together like every superhero that exists in japan basically has to get ready for this fight and this is even every student doesn't matter like what grade they're in they're there and um so they're all like getting together to try to take down the league of villains and especially shigaraki because they know from hawks's information that they're doing something to make him more powerful they also know where the doctor is that makes the nomu and that's a big part of it too but he fills them basically in on everything that they need to know. Like they have to take down um, twice. They need to take down Shigaraki, and this is the battle. They set up all the lines, and most of the kids are basically just like back up to be like, 
all right, you stay here and, um, like, make it sure they can't make it out then later. And then a couple of the kids, though, I think it, um, the bird kid. Tokioni? Yeah. Like, they're a part of a plan, I think, to, like, get somebody in. I forget what that whole thing is. I... Because isn't there, like, a whole thing that they have to use, like, fat gum and everything to, like, move people in, and then fat gum puts them all inside just to leave then? But they needed them to do something, and I can't remember what it is. Was that the part where... Was Because remember Um, then later, that's why, like, he's inside of fat gum because he has to um... leave. I don't know. Maybe this I is really that was, bad that we're breaking this down because it's yeah, not perfectly in our minds. Yeah, uh, I think that was to get some people inside to destroy the Nomu and stop Shigaraki yeah. ahead of the invasion uh, yeah. or the big clash. I could be wrong, but I think that's what it was. And then we get introduced to maybe one of the greatest characters ever. My bunny lady. Mikuri. I believe it's her name. Rumi? <laughs> huh? Rumi? Well, I think it's also, she has, like, a, it's, because her other name is, like, something, like, it's Rumi McCurry or something. Yeah. But she's awesome. Like, <laughs> like it's not even down to, like, yeah, they made, like, a really awesome character, like, but she kicks ass. Like, like just from being, like, basically they introduced her, like, early on for something, I forget what it was, but then now we actually get to see her fight, because I think she's a part of, like, the list for, like, top the five. top heroes or yeah. whatever, yeah. But you're just I think like, she's third place, actually, yeah. isn't she? And you're just like, ah, oh, she's just a bunny girl. But yeah, no. she's just Yoroichi with bunny <laughs> ears instead of cat ears. But she just, like, wrecks. Like, her legs, she's just destroying these Nomu when she's in there. Because she's basically, they, like, everyone else is just trying to face, like, off the actual, like, villains that are up top on this, like, I think it's a hospital that they're attacking. Was that a hospital? Yeah, because I, I think that's where that guy hides out. Like, the crater of the Nomu that's where he has because remember he's just like he's supposed to be just like a regular doctor yeah yeah him okay i thought you meant uh, the the actual but that's where they're attacking is like a hospital and uh so even when they first i think get in the building it's like really tight hallways and stuff and then the whole front of it like gets blasted away uh but um she's in there and she's fighting basically like every one of these like super no move by herself and she's still doing like an amazing job but she um, finally gets into where, like, Shigaraki is and fights the best she can, even though she's getting, like, chomped on by, like, some of the Nomu and stuff. I think and... she loses an arm, too, right? Yeah. She loses then... an arm, gets shot through, like, the thigh. Yeah. But then goes through her does actually break Shigaraki's tank, which is... Uh, oh, you... spaghetti Yeah, what Shiki. you think is, thank God, <laughs> he's not going to be alive. Like, they because they even, like, kind of told shigaraki that if he doesn't make it through this and he could just die like if this whole process doesn't work it's such like a toll on your body you could just die from it so you're kind of like hoping like oh thank god like (laughs) they did it like no issues and and then Um, god comes in and says hey you watch anime (laughs) are you fucking stupid well are you that daft you cunt it's not even that but i think this becomes a theme is I don't know who the creator of My Hero Academia wants to actually win this because 
it seems like he flip flops back and forth between heroes and villains. Let's go villains, <laughs> heroes suck. Let's go villains, but, heroes suck. I didn't do that. Yeah, sure you didn't. Um, but tag team villain. <laughs> but so um, now, like the real fight's going on. Um, another big thing that's going on at the same time that uh, Bunny Lady is fighting is Hawks is going after Twice. He needs to shut him down. And the thing is that sucks, too, is that, like, Hawks and Twice actually seem to be, like, good really friends Really good friends. Now. Oh, like, they are super like, close. Twice like, trusts Hawks. Yeah. And through then, and through. And then Hawks is just like, well, I gotta kill you, man. Like, <laughs> like uh, I'm sorry. And... Well, at least Hawks does give him, like, two or three attempts. He's like, yeah. just surrender. Yeah. We can make this all not bad for you and your you're bad guys. Yeah. But I think there's something that slips while Hawks is talking to him that like the heroes will kill. Like they yeah. are here for blood if people don't surrender. Yeah. And twice is like, oh well I know my friends, they're not gonna fucking surrender. Yeah. And he's so loyal to the to the whatever their new name is. Yeah. The bad yeah. guys that he's like, fuck it. Yeah. Sad man. And he great. wants to fight and come after him. So basically Hawks is like the perfect fight against Twice because he he's can, too fast. Yeah, and on top of that, he can weaponize every single feather that's on his body. Until Dobby shows up, and basically, apparently, the ultimate enemy of feathers is fire, <laughs> which <laughs> is probably thought. true. Um, but basically, Dobby like burns almost every single feather off of him, and burns him damn near to death. Yeah, honestly, he burns and, him to a fucking crisp. Uh, but Hawk still ends up killing twice, stabbing him in the back. With a feather. Yeah. Um, so, kind of a sad scene, but... Truly sad. Uh, kind of also works out, though, I think, in Dobby's favor. Like, I think Dobby wanted this to happen. Like, even though, like, he still wanted to kill Hawks, he wanted him to murder twice because of later events. Like, he just wanted to show, like, how heroes actually can act. Okay, okay, yeah. That's so, more so what you mean. Um, I thought you meant, like, oh, yeah, I don't like Twice. I kind of want him dead. He's going to be in the way. Uh, yeah. Um, no, not that he wanted Twice out of yeah, the way. He yeah. just I, I know I know I exactly think, what you like, mean. Like, Dobby now. definitely is not like the rest of the League of Villains. He is in it kind of for himself. But even Dobby showed signs, small signs, that he actually did care for Twice. And he was yeah, a bit yeah. upset. It, but, it's nowhere near as much as no, the rest of the League. But like, he does care. No. It's he, not sh- like he shows he cared a bit. Toga and Twice's relationship. Or oh, even, nowhere near. What's the guy that, like, can put people Mr. down? Mr. Compress. Yeah, Mr. Compress. And so, like, like, they have a real relationship. Like, even Shigaraki. I think kind of cares for these people even though he says he doesn't care about anybody oh he definitely cares um, but Hawks still doesn't die Pokeyomi um, saves today his uh, apprentice I forget even how he just like is like he's in trouble and then he like takes off and gets in there but also the enemy of uh, or the thing that has a weakness to fire is darkness <laughs> Because it's light. So he doesn't really do that great of a job either, but he, he still escapes. makes it out of there and saves Hawks. Um, but I don't like that Hawks' name is plural, even though he's singular. <laughs> uh, it's just like it's just a someone small, like calling themselves by their first name all the time. It's a small gripe for me. 
Um, but now here's when the real shit breaks down. So there's a, a hero in there that I don't even remember what his power is. is. He doesn't matter. Yeah, he's going to die in like a second. But he's in there with like the doctor and he's going to like pull the doctor out. And um, But Shigaraki's vital signs start coming back. <laughs> and he's a butterfly now. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um he uh so he just like destroys everything <laughs> and um typical angsty teen things and actually the person that ends up getting the doctor out of there is um the mike hero what's his name sir screams a lot yeah that's his i name. genuinely don't remember yeah. his name I think his name might just be like microphone or something like that. I forget. Something like that. I, I, D, the, oh, yeah, because he was like the DJ hero microphone or something. I don't remember. I, I only liked him because he annoyed Aizawa and I liked their relationship. Yeah. And so uh, he ends up getting him out of there. But now's the true battle because basically no one can touch the ground because Shigaraki can just melt everything and just destroy anything that's around it. And what Shigaraki has been given in his test tube is one for all. <laughs> or all for one. Yeah, all for one's a bad one. See, this is, yeah. we, we've had talks about this yeah. when My Hero Academia first came out. Even before all for one was announced as yeah. bad guy, we made jokes about that. Yeah. And I talked about how I don't, I mean, I like it because, you know, it's the saying, cool, whatever. But my fucking God, is that going to get confusing? And here we are, yeah. several years later. Being so, confused by it. It's like I have clairvoyance. Number one hero Endeavor is like one of the first people that are like, I gotta take care of him. I'm the best hero. How the As- fuck did that work out for you, <laughs> fucker? Well, he has almost every single power. Um, so, even for Endeavor, trying to kill someone that also has regen abilities is pretty difficult pretty good regen uh, abilities yeah like that. because like, holy shit endeavor's literally like using his prominence like burn thing and everything like his top thing is it like melted a nobu's head off and stuff like that that also has regen abilities but is like not doing anything to shigaraki really i mean like, it crisps his ass yeah um which shouldn't be hard but, you see how fucking dry his skin is like we already from previous stuff, we know that Endeavor really can't go forever. He burns himself out. Like Literally. he can overheat. So, <laughs> um, but along with this, when people are trying to evacuate uh, other people out of there because they know Shigaraki's coming, they um, have like the kids and stuff like that trying to pe- take people out, and then Midoriya. Bum 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 has like a inner thought with the brother of um, All for One, and he basically tells him like, "You need to act now. Like my brother's here. You need to like stop him, or he's like coming for you." So Midoriya peels off to try to redirect um, Shigaraki away from everybody, and <laughs> though his rival slash best buddy forever probably. <laughs> Bakugo comes with him because he's basically just not going to let him do this. Hog all the glory. Yeah. And so they, they take off together. And then during all this, because his master has woken up, that means Gigantomachia has woken up. So they thought that they were going to like do some amazing plan by also like blowing up the entrances so that no one can make it out of like the underground base. Well, when you have like a fucking like, 
behemoth. A 40-ton behemoth that's underground. He's going to find a way out. I think he probably even kills villains along the way. Up. Yeah. Like, I think he killed some of his own people even oh, yeah. along the way. Oh, yeah, most but definitely. He's but they're nameless, there. so it doesn't matter. And, uh, but, so on two sides, you have, like, the most insane fights, like, ever. You have everyone trying to stop Gigantomachia from just, like, destroying everything around him. And then Midoriya trying to lead off Shigaraki so that he doesn't, um, also kill everybody. But. Essentially. While Midoriya and Bakugo are on their way to go and fight Shigaraki, uh, Gran Torino shows up and is like, what the hell are you thinking? All he wants is you. Like, if you give him you, we've lost. Like, once he has uh, one for all and all for one, you're screwed. Like, he just, everyone's dead. So stay out of this. Just protect yourselves. And that's it. And then, well, this is a manga, so you, you know that the heroes have to get in there. Of course. So Midoriya gets in there, and after Endeavor's many attempts to try to do something to stop Shigaraki, and it's just failing, and he's getting his ass kicked by Shigaraki over and over again. I forget, do any other heroes step in before? Like, I know Gran Torino does try to fight him. I believe Aizawa was there too, right? Has he showed up yet? Aizawa's on the battlefield. Because I remember he loses a leg. Yeah, but I don't think he showed up just yet. Like, Oh, because uh, he part? keeps regenning, and then yeah. um, he Aizawa. finally shows up and like shuts down his powers. I, is that not where we're at right now? Cause isn't I think it, maybe, because I think he shows up him? just about when Midoriya does. Because yeah. I think he's just about to like touch Midoriya and... Turn him like yeah. So we're at the part where we're at yeah. the part where Aizawa shows up. So I was right. Yeah, Deku gets in there and starts throwing all the Fucking smashes, blows. <laughs> and Shigaraki almost has a hand on him to uh, decay his ass in yeah. the fucking grass. So Aizawa stops it. Midoriya keeps fighting him, but is also finally gets Shigaraki gets a hand on him and it's not for disintegration it's for all for one's true power which is taking someone's power and Midoriya is swept into the world that's like no inside. no this, this comes after because I believe Aizawa gets shot by those bullet thingies he has to cut his own leg off to stop it before it yeah, spreads. Yeah, before it takes his powers. Um, Is that during that part? Yeah, because that's before that. Because I remember the big cliffhanger was he gets his leg, he has to cut his leg off, and fucking Deku decks fucking Shigaraki with like the meanest lariat, <laughs> fucking smashes his entire face in yeah. with it. Like. Once his, like, regen power is down, like, he still has, like, the body. Like, his strength and stuff is boosted, just like Midoriya's is. But uh, it's starting to also wear on his body because he didn't spend the full time in the tank. Yeah. He's only at, I think they said, 75%. Yeah. So Midoriya is just, like, laying into him as much as he can. And, uh, which also, he's using Black Whip and stuff like that to keep him in the air. 
Cause and another one. I think he has was it Air Beast oh, float. Air Hover, float. Float. Thank you. Um, float. We get introduced to is um, All Might's uh, master was her ability. So float allows him to stay in the air. You also get like a cool little like run to the uh, past um, on Deku training with float and Black Whip to try to learn like how to use these abilities. And I don't know. I always enjoy those and stories and manga. It's like one of the big things they always do in that. Um, it wasn't me. <laughs> sure. But, uh, yeah, you want to tell some of the story? Cause yeah, I think it, um, <laughs> I think like he gets sucked lost. in. I think that's the part where he gets sucked into, what is it? The minds world or whatever the fuck you want to call it. The yeah. shared consciousness shit. And all for one is there. Yeah. Inside of Shigaraki's split face. But uh, so is All, all Might's the... master. She's there like right away to talk. And then um All for One's brother shows up as well to basically be like, No, you're not taking him. Like <laughs> this kid wasn't a mistake, because that's what even uh All for One believes was that this kid wasn't supposed to be the one that should have been picked and say that. And this was just a mistake along the way. And no, they're like, no, he was the, the right choice. Like you don't understand how heroes work. Medora was always the perfect choice for this. I don't know why we just can't compromise. Maybe the hero was a mistake. <laughs> just meet in the middle. But, um, so yeah, like, they force him out, basically. Like, uh, Midoriya gets forced out of All for One. But on top of that, it's like, so this whole entire time, Shigaraki's been looking for ways to, like, stop Aizawa because of his power. But I also love that, like, every single time Aizawa does something, Shigaraki's just like, damn, you're cool. Like, because he does it, like, on top of it, like, all the time. Because even, like, for different stuff of. Uh, like him pulling stuff off, he's just like, "Why do you have to be so cool, Eraser Head, or whatever?" And then, because also like they have like the guy Hydro was also hero, like, yeah, whatever. but he's like the guy that was like a cop and stuff yeah. like that, and he's just like feeding in water into his eyes so he doesn't have to worry about blinking. Which I even like thought about like when he first did it because I was like, "Oh man, his eyes are gonna get dry. They're like screwed." And then nah, they did that, just... and I was like, "Oh yeah, like why isn't there a Visine hero like?" <laughs> That can just be around him all the time. Or can't they just build him like a special set of glasses? Just cut his eyelids or, off. Um, Problem but, solved. Yeah, the like with the cutting off the leg thing, that's even like another part where just Shigaraki's like, damn, you're cool. Like, <laughs> And so he's starting to gain his powers back, Shigaraki is. Because... Yeah, and he even regains, uh, or I don't know if he regains or just activates it for the first time, those weird spiked yeah, tendrils. Yeah, but that's actually because he's getting the shit kicked out of himself. Like, he's getting beat up real bad. So yeah. All For One says, or, yeah, All For One says, like, let me take over your body. And, and Shigaraki says, no! But he does it anyways. <laughs> and he takes over and basically kicks everybody's ass for like a good while until the heroes get another like benefit until because i think this is immediately after he's kicked out was those tendrils go for 
Deku. Yep. And, and Bakugo, Bakugo throws himself in the way. And on pure instinct, mm-hmm. yeets himself into Deku, yeah. knocking Deku out of it, and taking these these spines in what I do think they said is supposed to be fatal spots. He's not dead or anything yeah. yet. Uh, and he does immediately, well, not immediately, he eventually pushes through the pain to rejoin yeah. the fight. Which is cool because he, um, like, even in that moment, like, he starts to truly, like, feel like a hero. Like, he's not just, like, who he was where he was just, like, trying to do this to be the most powerful or whatever. He acts, like, just completely out of, like, this is the right thing to do, which is pretty awesome. And then, um, but Deku's still pretty messed up, so he can't really, like, jump right back into the fray. And He's all smashed out. Gigantamaki is on his way. So, which is the uh, the B story or the B yeah. fight? Uh, which a lot of people, um, like a lot of the kids and stuff, have to fight. Which I love my boy Red Riot. He's uh, in that battle, and he's actually the one that administers the poison to the uh, monster. Because what is it? Is it fire that's being like, like Dobby like burnt the whole force down so nobody else can make it through? Oh yeah, but. Because even the other kid that can, like, turn into metal, his body's, like, heating up too much. But the rock that, like, builds off of, like, Red Riot's hardening, he just runs right through and finds his way up there. But even though the administer of this, like, sedative, he just goes, like, Super Saiyan and gets more armor all around him. And yeah. he just says, <laughs> he just, I don't give a fuck, like... and charges through. Mountain Lady yeah. can't stop him. Yeah. They really can't stop this motherfucker. But he, uh... After destroying, like, tons of towns, he finally makes it to Shigaraki, and they're just like, well, I guess we're dead. Like, <laughs> they even, like, try a few, like, desperate fights against um, uh, Shigaraki before Gigantamachia shows up, like, with Bakugo um, deciding, like, he comes back and decides, like, I can, we're going to have, like, one last big attack here. And he throws, like, Endeavor and Shoto on his back. And he's just like, hit him blast with off. everything you have. He's like, I'm going to get you up there, but don't waste any of your fire until you get up there. Basically still does nothing. Like, <laughs> oh, it fucks him up. He's yeah. just alive. Yeah. And... I think that's actually what breaks all for one's control. It gives yeah. Shigaraki the strength, strength enough to regain control over but his body. that, like, also... Shigaraki's body's him. not ready for like any of this. Any of this. So his body is like not working now. He's fully crippled, I think, right? Yeah. And so Toga that's when... jumps off uh Toga departs earlier before Gigantamaki yeah. reaches them to have a talk with Sue and Ochako, but yeah. really only talks to Ochako. Yeah. Because uh, she wants to figure out if well Himiko is extremely affected by Twice's yeah, death. Yeah, Twice's death. And she wants to figure out if heroes would really do this kind of thing. Like, heroes would really murder people. but In cold blood, no less. But what I don't understand is she asks her a bunch of stuff, and then all Achaka says is, like... I'm going to uh, stop you. Yeah, like, if you continue to do this, I'm going to stop you. And then that's just her, like, I guess, thing being like, yeah, Achaka would have murdered me. And, like... No, I don't think that's what that was. No, that's that's exactly what it means. Yeah, <laughs> heroes are all bastards. Uh, Team but, villain. Um, 
Gigantamaki arrives, and everyone's fucked. Until... Well, no, not until. Not just yet. Dobby reveals, finally, to his father and Spoiler his alert brother for <laughs> that... The three people who didn't guess this. Yeah. That he is their lost, long lost son slash brother. Um, what was his name? Dobby. No, not Dobby, but his actual name, like the kid. Toya. Toya. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because uh, Toya apparently was kind of what um, Endeavor was looking for. He made basically a better version of himself. That it was. Mm could create flames much hotter than he could, but the hot flames were so hot that they actually burnt him as a child. So, especially when Shoto showed up, he kind of got very envious because he was more like the perfect of what he was trying to create, this ice and fire so you can control the heat. And so, um, Toya was kind of thrown into the background. And so Toya went into a emo phase dyed his hair black and well he also like raged and against the machine everyone thought that he died like they literally thought he burnt himself to death like he just used his fire so much that he just burned away because that's what everyone thought even endeavor thought that like there this wasn't like endeavor pushed him so hard that he just ended up this way it's like no i just thought i lost my son because he went like berserk um Another great moment, though. Yeah. Uh, but, so he reveals that, yeah, he's really Toya. Dumps and, um, a cup of water on his hair to make the black go yeah, white. He literally does do that. And then he <laughs> dances a fucking fiery cha-cha. Well, and then... Fuego. Um, he sends out, like, a video to the world to basically explain that, like, yeah, he's actually Toya. This is what all the terrible things that their number one hero has done. The number two hero, Hawks, his family are actually a bunch of criminals. And that's why he really hides who he is. Hawks is also a cold-blooded murderer because he murdered twice. So he really doesn't go beyond what his... He even, well, he splices the video of twice his death to make Hawks look even more yeah. of a heartless bastard than he was when he killed my man. Yeah. <laughs> like... They're like, even if it's not true, then everyone will still believe it. Because one of them is also that Hawks murdered the once third best hero, which would have been the best genist. But then, I didn't, like, I think they even, like, kind of tease it in, like, an earlier manga. But basically there's a airplane coming, and you're just like, what the hell is happening? And you're like, I even almost thought, like, Wait, is All Might gonna try to like still do something? And but then uh, it's Best Genus, and he comes with spools of thread, <laughs> Gigantamax <laughs> spools of thread, yeah. and uh, it basically wraps everybody up in that's um, a bad guy thread. And uh, yeah, it looks like hey, maybe the heroes are gonna be up on the up again because he wraps up Shigaraki, he wraps up Gigantamachia, he wraps up all the League of Villains. We're he like, stops Dobby yes. from murdering anybody. On top of that, he they're like, hey, look, like maybe Dobby's a complete liar because 
best genus is still alive and then even best genus is like haha i'm still alive whatever <laughs> but on top of that also you get a cool moment amazing where dialogue he looks over at bakugo and he's like uh bakugo he's like have you uh with your new like manly or like i forget he's like have you truly picked your name he's like and, have you realized that i'm still alive yeah and then he's like baku is like yeah it's he murder death kill <laughs> god or something <laughs> uh, <laughs> and everyone else is like what the hell is wrong with this kid but best genius is like yes no no that part didn't man. happen yet because it hasn't happened no because huh. After everybody gets tied up, that's like the big cliffhanger. And then the next chapter, Shigaraki's basically just like, uh, Gigantamachia, full force. And Gigantamachia goes Super Saiyan, starts struggling out of his restraints. Uh, and now it's like, oh, we have really got to stop. I think Dabby actually ends up breaking free of his restraints to fight uh, uh, Shoto. Shoto, because he wants to murder Shoto in front of his father yeah and then some more nomu actually oh yeah, yeah i forgot about that All and the... it looks like the heroes are now at a fucking disadvantage like that uh and then who else but vermilion and we get a little jump to the past where uh what's her name little horny girl airy uh airy actually learns how to use her powers and she's been using it on like was it like mice or something I uh, think, I don't and know. he's like well are you ready Ari? like i would love to for you to try to see if you can bring me my powers back and then uh like he's like trying to put any pressure on her because it's a million he's like <laughs> full the nicest, pressure the full nicest, pressure nicest dude in the world and uh so Lamillion's back and he kicks the shit out of all the Nomu. <laughs> but he still is like, Hey, sorry guys. I'm still not fast enough to beat them all up. You guys have to help. <laughs> and, uh, so I think basically that might be kind of where we're at. I forget. Yeah. Uh, Bakugo yeets himself into battle once more. Yeah. Lita's like, you gotta stop. You're, yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna die. die. <laughs> yeah. But they're all fighting off Nomu as Genus tries to restrain the league. And Bakugo jumps in to make a big save. And that's when he's like, my name is Death King or King Death Explosion Murder God. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's just like, what the fuck is wrong like, with this nigga? He's so immature. But then Best Genus is like the only one that was one of his <laughs> teachers is just like, Yes, he's he's ready now. Truly, <laughs> the name of a god. Lemillion's just like that's a that's a great name because yeah. it made me laugh and yeah. laughter is the true uh, trademark and of a Baku's hero. He's like it's not supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> fucking but Either way, even if we probably mess up the story like crazy. Oh, we the have. big thing is Fuck it. it's amazing. I We're love it. Like, fun. Leave us oh be. my gosh, yeah. I don't uh, even know if it was worth breaking down everything because who cares it was just awesome like and then i love this series oh, have you not seen the last chapter i don't I think so yeah. oh. but hey we'll just go there that's where i'm at we won't go any God farther damn it. that's where i was uh, you, you didn't see who steps up for the the league of villains no oh, oh calm down you're peeking <laughs> <laughs> but uh so well. yeah well, oh, uh, I was about to talk about who turns out. There's some big stuff that happens. Hey, I, I did not ruin 
for how long everything about Mandalorian. I'm not so, going to ruin anything. I'm just, I'm just oh, saying. Oh, wait, wait. That's not true. You told me his ship got destroyed last last. Oh, uh, yeah. That's not that big a deal. That's a major deal. He gets to be flying around on a cooler ship, so don't worry. I won't tell you what that right, ship I won't, is. I won't. I won't. I won't. You've already told me that it's a legal villains person going to do something. Oh, you cool. already know that. It's. You've seen how this fucking shit's been <laughs> flip-flopping between good and evil. So I'm going to just tell you a different so thing that has nothing to do then. with the villains. But another character is revealed. And you know, Rule 34 is probably going to blow up with images of him. Hmm? Is Compress actually like a woman or something? <laughs> no. No. It's a guy. Oh, it's a guy. Uh, the character's a guy. I don't know yeah. about Compressed. Compressed might have titties that he's compressed. Yeah. <laughs> who the fuck knows? I don't remember who else is even with the League of Villains right now. There's more mysteries to be revealed. Because yeah. I'm just trying to remember who was on the back of the thing. But I never said they came with yeah. the Antimachia. And then, on top of that, too, is... Um, like side story kind of stuff which is the mike hero and stuff again him running around with the doctor that's just like beatboxing just discussing him because <laughs> he's just like he's just a fucking terrible person nah, like he's that fine. docker he's like he cured I, cancer no he's just a fucking <laughs> piece of shit no he's nice he's a good guy so but yeah i think that'll basically do it that made me pretty happy i was i'm Loving My Hero Academia. Um, like, it might go down as one of my favorite anime of all time and manga of all time because it's pretty sick. <laughs> like, I already love superheroes. Like, I think if they, like, this guy may not have made the perfect anime and manga for Japan, but he did for the United States. I know that. I mean, shit. Especially like, with Marvel and DC slipping in their game right yeah, now. He's killing it. Fucking take My Hero Academia yeah. any fucking day. Uh yeah uh tell us what you think um like comment subscribe yeah um hit that bell um actually watch know. at least yeah. like five ten minutes we're too, of our still videos. too small yeah <laughs> same with that stuff i do want to make some smaller videos at least share us let us grow yeah help us help me i'm a starving ethiopian 25 cents a day <laughs> can help me stay subscribed to netflix um amazon Crunchyroll. I'm not subscribed to Crunchyroll. Uh, <laughs> hey, no, I'm just saying, if they give us 25 cents a day, a lot of you could make sure that we get all the stuff so that we can keep telling you how much we dislike it or like it. I just want to say, we, we, that's interesting on the things we like with My Hero Academia. Being a cunt towards things, like with the sequel trilogy, yeah. much more fun. Let us know. We can yeah, yeah. let this be like, what settles the debate. Should we stay like, negative or should we go positive? Maybe something in yeah. between. I think I did just kind of ramble through all the My Hero Academia stuff, but we actually like were passionate about how angry we are for. Like, Anger is uh, the driving force yeah. of change. Woo! But, yeah. I do like talking about stuff I love. Oh, I do but, too, but save that for when I'm just yeah. trying to get people to watch things that I love. Like I, trying to make people I think we should like just fully dissect um, Predator. It's funny you say that. Because I was going to say we should go through the last Predator movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Because I think we both have talked about how much we love Predator. And I don't think I've seen many videos online of 
Like, people actually being like, this is a great movie. Like, I've seen other movies. because we all know it's a great movie. Well, I don't think that's actually true, because I've brought it up to other people, and I'm like, I don't think you understand, like, this isn't just some dumb action movie. Like, there's there's big stuff that's even, like, like, I've heard more people break down, like, Die Hard. Because, like, Die Hard, I don't think is just a dumb action movie. There's a lot to it that makes it actually a really good movie, but a lot more people talk about how good Die Hard is. But I don't hear that much people being like, Punisher's amazing. Uh, Punisher. Uh, Predator is amazing. Which actually, I just, we can just cap this off with this. Uh, apparently, um, the guy in Punisher, the like movie that's actually pretty sick, like the one where he fights like the big Russian guy and everything. Yeah. Um, I forget the um, actor's name is. Patrick J. Jones. No. <laughs> I, can, I can say it's not that. But he actually wants to direct a Punisher movie with John Barenthal's Punisher. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, for one, I want to explain, I love the Netflix, like, Marvel stuff. Oh, I know a lot of people don't, but I do. And did you hear that Daredevil is going to be in Spider-Man 3? Uh, yeah, actually. I was like, Because the only shit. person not confirmed for Spider-Man 3 is Uncle Ben. Yeah, I, I love that joke. <laughs> that is so Like, perfect. somehow, Batman's parents are going to be killed <laughs> yeah. once more in Spider-Man, in Spider-Man 3, 3 yeah. but we don't get to uh, see Uncle Ben. Is Venom going to be in Spider-Man 3? Uh, I don't think we've heard anything about, um, what's his name? Uh, uh Tom Hardy. So, uh, which I think would be missing. I do kind of want to see. Confirmed for Spider-Man 3. There you Probably. go. Probably. I would like to see that. Oh, I can't wait for Spider-Man 3. I can't wait for WandaVision. I can't wait for the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. There's a bunch of Marvel shit going on that I'm just Gonna super be great. fucking excited for. Yeah. I just want to see other two. Like, I hope it's not just like, hey, we get the three Spider-Man. I want to have like Scarlet Spider-Man. I want to have like Ghost Spider. I want to have... You know what? Uh, I think... I genuinely think... Uh, I was going to say Tom Hardy. Fuck. Holland, thank you. Yeah, You're Holland. not fucking useful at all. Hey, you you tricked me for like five minutes on what Endeavor's name is. I'm not going to help you out. <laughs> uh, well, I feel like Tom Holland's Spider-Man is probably the best one to actually go with for this fucking cl- for a clone saga. Oh, yeah. Sure. I would love a fucking clone saga in the MCU because yeah. I feel like the MCU could do it better than the comics ever did. Mm-hmm. I feel like Tom Holland's Spider-Man would probably be the best one to do. Yeah. Especially since they've done the Clone Saga twice now. I love Ben and I love Kane. So I love Kane more than I love Ben. I want them. (laughs) MCU. Let's make it happen. I think I like Ben more. Because Ben is Scarlet Spider, right? Yeah. And then he becomes Spider-Man. Spider. And then Spider-Man. He was Spider-Man for a long time, too, with the cool, like... Hey, I'm never going to run out of uh, webbing Spider-Man. Because that was like a huge thing in the comics back in the day. It was just like, I was running out of spider webbing all the time. And then it like finally took Ben to be like, I'm just going to like put like 30 of these on my wrist and I'll never run out. Yeah, <laughs> but could he talk to spiders like Kane? No. Yeah. Checkmate, atheist. You know what thing, you know what thing I, I am definitely not excited for? Morbius. Really? I'm not excited, but I'm also just like, ah, oh, I'm interested. I kind of want to see where it's going to go. 
Do you want to know why I'm not excited for him? Why are you not excited? Jared Leto. He's fucking terrible. Just throw that guy, like, off a cliff. Just never let him in a movie ever again. I've never, like, I love even, um, was it Blade Runner 2049? Just get rid of Jared Leto in that movie. Like, (laughs) he's, like, the worst part. His acting is horrible. Like, he should never have acted. Ever. Like I never saw the new Blade Runner. It's good. I know Jared Leto exists. Jared Leto's in it. (laughs) I know Jared Leto exists. I know the name. Now that you said Blade Runner. uh, But he's the god-awful Joker. I I know. I was about to say. Now that you said Blade Runner, aside from Suicide Squad, that's the only role I know Jared Leto in. I know the name. I've known the name before Suicide Squad, but I genuinely uh, can't put a role to the face. I could be excited for Morbius. I could have been. I but I made me not. I'm in the same boat as I was earlier of I only know him from this one movie and yeah. therefore I can't judge his acting and even though that was a shit movie and he was beyond underwhelming sorry uh <laughs> which apparently he's pissed off because he isn't being asked back for uh the Flashpoint movie cuz like I think they're even getting like other jokers and stuff in that movie but they're not getting Jared Leto. You know I'm like I don't like Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> And it's not, again, it's not even because of Jared Leto in this case. It's just, that was a really shitty Joker through and through. You could have fucking Heath come back to play that Joker, but that was still a shitty Joker. Like, that movie had plenty of problems, no more than. So, I can't can't place the blame on Jared this one. I I don't know him enough to be like, oh, he's a shitty actor. so So, he was apparently like a fucking weirdo through like the whole entire thing like he was oh, like yeah. i'm gonna be like the joker and he's like does all stuff and then you still do that performance like you still do that shitty of like you're like well, i just feel like he had nothing like i mean uh, is selling sending your fucking co-stars used condoms and dead rats really jokerish but i mean like that's what he that's, thought I remember joker is. i remember seeing that all over my fucking news feed every yeah. Five fucking minutes. Oh, Jared Leto sends weird gifts to his yeah. fucking co-host. Ooh. <sighs> it was really stupid. I'm sorry. See, like, once again, we just really childish. We get too into it when we get angry about shit. But I, I don't. <laughs> I can't put the blame on Jared Leto, especially yeah. when they're like, "Oh yeah, this is our super serious Joker character. Let's have him fucking make an appearance in a song about purple Lamborghinis. He can be on like a yacht or some shit." I was really fucking dumb because that seems like something the fucking Joker would do. Yep. This is like uh, a dumb Playboy Joker. Good job. The Joker would team up with Rick Ross yeah. for a fucking song. I was that that I have plenty of problems with the Joker. I can't really say Jarrett Leto was the problem for me. Like he's one of the problems. I'm see it wasn't me. I just kicked it. It didn't fall. Uh, I, I definitely don't think his Joker was good. His Joker is the worst jerk Joker out yeah. of uh, all of them. But at least for me, I can't pin that solely on Leto or really on Leto because I'm just like, well, maybe he's poorly uh, directed. Yeah, I can't say. I do know a lot of his scenes were cut. Well, clearly that movie was poorly directed. Oh well, yeah, it was. Poorly directed, poorly written. Um, That's why, though, I can't wait for James Gunn's Suicide Squad. That's why I can't wait for John Favreau to go, Ah, time to fix the DCEU. I'm going to make a Superman movie with uh, 
Um, That's good. Henry Cavill, and it's going to be amazing. I do hope Henry Cavill can come back as Superman. He I wants think he was to, a apparently. Superman. I also want them to get fucking Affleck back as Batman. Yeah, he was a sick. damn good fucking Batman. Yeah. Cause I don't, yeah, I like. I'm still excited for the Batman, but I don't know where it comes in the story. Like I don't know what is happening. Like <laughs> I'm really excited. I I still am because we got really off topic. I'm still yeah. kind of excited for Morbius. I'm not excited in the sense of I never cared about Morbius as a character from Marvel. Like I, none of his stuff is really intriguing or no. gripping to me. He's just a vampire. He's a living vampire. He's a vampire made by science. Yes. Which is That's inherently less cool than I'm to more me. excited for Blade. Because I want to see those dang fangies get chopped apart. Is that what they call them? I don't know. Is that, okay. is that like a... I just don't want to hear anything that you think dialogue has to do. No more. Oh, that was Je- that was off the cuff. Jeebus am Christ. Um, that is am how dialogue should be yep. not yes mm-hmm. hey that was just uh off the noggin uh but i am excited because i do know this is supposed to be like this merger between sony and the mcu i believe uh i don't think morbius is morbius is just like another offshoot no, Morbi- like venom morbius. kind of thing morbius because there's a part i remember in one of the commercials i think it was the vulture and scorpion from the M- from homecoming oh really had like a cameo in one of the commercials wow so I I kind of want to see I do I do agree that it's probably not <laughs> not even probably it's not a good movie to fucking no. introduce this you know Joint shared universe venture, yeah. but much happier still, if that was Venom even though like yeah like you've said Venom is kind of not a great movie, oh that was a horrible movie but I fucking love it yeah. like I'm excited for Carnage like the, that's gonna be a horrible movie but yeah. I'm probably gonna fucking love it. <laughs> I'm a fucking slut for Venom. I'm yeah. sorry. It'd be sick if we get a Spider-Man uh, cameo in that one. Uh, there, are, I I could have swore there were rumors back when Morbius was actually getting reported on. Oh, not Morbius oh. Carnage. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, Once again, I don't care about Morbius. Eh, it could be a possibility. Who the fuck knows? Because they even brought up things like maybe Tom Holland won't be in it, but like Spider-Man could be. Andrew Garfield. Oh. No. Just, just like just some 3D... guy in a fucking costume. No, like you don't even need that. Like you literally just have a 3D model that you already built because you already make these movies. That's and not fun. Have, fight like some, stuff. have some nobody. Just just pick some slope off the street. I have him do yeah. a fucking bat flick in yeah, a goddamn Spider-Man costume. There's a bunch of short costume. kings, just like because uh... <laughs> Tom Holland, I believe, is pretty damn short. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't. You don't measure him. No. Was I supposed to? to? <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to measure him? Yeah. Do I just stand next to Tom uh, and be like, oh, yes. Little man. I will break you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you don't want to go I back? Think, I think we're just getting... You don't want to go back down the DC okay. rabbit hole? No, DCEU? we're good. All right, guys. Uh, thank you. Next week, uh, we'll I guess... something. I don't yeah, fucking know. We'll talk about some Christmas stuff. Maybe uh, talk about our favorite Christmas movies or something. I hate Christmas. And then the week <laughs> after that, we're going to do, because it's the end of the year, we'll do uh, best ofs. Best uh, movie game. Best of the serious list uh, podcast. Um, yeah, that's all I had, like, <laughs> eight episodes. Um, best anime of the year. Best uh, movie of the year. Best uh, TV show of the year. 
I can guarantee you TV show is going to be Mandalorian. Uh, <laughs> don't need to discuss that one. I can guarantee you movie of the year is going to be Mulan 2020. Oh, dear God, no. Have you seen it? Sadly. Dude, it uh, is fucking horrible. We should talk about that movie. Dude. Uh, I'm not rewatching it, so oh, this is no, going to be all off the memory. It, yeah, so. That movie's bad. Uh, but I was forced to watch it against my will. Yeah, sweet. That's kind of how I was, too, because my brother rented it, and then he's just like, oh, do I have to watch this? And then, like, the next week it came free on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, I got it while it was free on Disney+, Plus at least, but I was right. still forced against my will to watch uh, it because God hates yeah. me. So, at the end of the day, read My Hero Academia. Watch Tenet. It's a pretty damn good movie. Um, don't play Cyberpunk. Wait, like, another year. Um, Buy Cyberpunk. And then return it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, the game awards can get stuff wrong. I I don't think that's it's a not case. Jeff Keighley's fault. Jeff Keighley's awesome. I don't think that's a I case of that. getting things wrong. I just think it was rigged. I don't think it was rigged. I it's, think it was rigged. It's voted on by not by us. It's voted mm-hmm. on by the um, riggers. <laughs> yeah, the riggers. That sounds Ruh-roh. bad. <laughs> uh, it's voted on by like other people in. The critics system. and shit like like IGN and oh, and critics Game aren't Spot fucking rigged. Yeah, well, like exactly. So it's rigged. Yeah, <laughs> I rest my fucking case. But, I win. Yeah, I hope Naughty Dog gets back to making better games in the future. Um, I don't know. Make just like a Jack and Dexter again. I don't know, but this will do it. See you guys. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Deuces, Mahumbug. Bye bye. <laughs>